I want you to start your day every day. Not just on Sundays, but every day you hold up three fingers just to remind you the first W is the Word of God. Come on. You start your day in the Word. But there's not two W's. It's not just worldwide. It's worldwide web. There's three. That second W is wisdom. And you get wisdom from reading books. And, and it don't have to be Bishop's books. It don't have to be Al Argo's books. It could be, it could be great men and women in the past. But you got and, and you don't even have to read. You can listen. Listening and reading. We, all, we only have three learning styles. Right? Some people learn better by listening. Audio. Some people learn better by reading. Visual. Some people learn better by being kinesthetic. Right? That's why when you have a camp at Shaco Springs, you attract students by engaging every learning style. Right? When you're teaching, when you're uh, preaching, you engage all learning styles. Amen? And so there's, there's three W's. The first W, the Word of God. Right? The second W is wisdom. You, you spend time reading other men and women's books, current and past. And then as the Lord helps you, you've got a story. Right? And God's called some of you to write books. And I, I coach people uh, in, in their books. Brian Farley in New York. I was able to help coach him uh, in one of their first books. From Australia to New York. From Malaysia to Philippines. You and from Greenville, Alabama to Greenville, North Carolina. Everybody's got a story. Amen. In fact, you've got a testimony. Even if you write out your testimony... And just begin to share the gospel with other people. But there's three W's. The first W is the Word of God. The second W is wisdom. And the third W, every day you start your day with worship. Come on. And that's the W, W, W. Are you okay? Say amen. amen. Can we just stand up right where we are? And just give the Lord a hand clap. Just say, just praise the Lord. We've started uh, today with worship. And as you're standing, I want you to take your Bible, and we're going to turn our Bible as you remain standing. I want you to turn your Bible to Mark chapter 16. We're going to read Mark 16. When I was in Bible school, the professor taught me that first words and last words are important. Does that make sense? And so these are the last words of Jesus before He ascended up into heaven. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15, Jesus was talking to His disciples. Now, I want to ask you, are you a disciple of Jesus? Say amen. Amen. So if you're a disciple, He's also talking to to you, right? And He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel. The word preach simply means to proclaim. Whether you write it out or whether you speak it out, whether you do it on a podcast, whether you do it from the pulpit, whether you do it from the TV or the radio, you proclaim the good news, the gospel. Preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16, he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. We are spirit-filled. Somebody say amen. Amen. 
they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They, they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord has spoken to them, He was received up into heaven and set down at the right hand of God. Father God, thank You for the reading of the Word of God. Thank you for this great church, this great conference. Lord, every family, every young person. Lord, every person who's been called to the pastorate work, to mission work, to the marketplace work. God, thank you for everyone in this congregation. We pray, Lord, for those who are watching online. Father, bless us and bless us indeed. Father, we pray the prayer of Jabez that you will enlarge our territory, enlarge our influence, keep your hand on us, and keep us far from evil that we may not cause our experience pain. Thank you for working it all out in our favor. We need the favor of the Lord this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You can give the Lord a hand clap. You can be seated in the presence of the Holy Spirit. A lot of people say, Al and Coley, why do you go to Asia? Aren't there unsaved people in Alabama? Absolutely there are unsaved people. Why do you go? Why, Why do you have to leave your family? Well, why do you have to give up this? Why do you have to give up that? Why? Well, when I, a long time ago, you know, when I was a, a single young man, I, I was, uh, you know, dating some people. Coley and I have been married 25 years. But before I dated her, I was dating some other people, right? And these other people, they go, well, well God's called you to the mission field, but can't you be a missionary in America? I'm like, you are not for me. Get thee behind me. They'd be good people. But good is not great. Amen? And so God called me to the mission field. God called Coley to the mission field. And we're called. And if God allows us to stay another 20 years, that's okay by me. Amen? Amen? This is our 21st year in world missions. And we're so grateful for the first 10 years we lived in Singapore. I was working in Indonesia and Malaysia, very Muslim areas. And then we partnered with John Maxwell Ministry. And I began to go into China and, and Vietnam, teaching all the John Maxwell material, not only to our own network, but other networks. And, and uh, then about 10 years ago, we shifted over into the Philippines. And, uh, and I ended up planting a church there. I spent two years on the board of a very large uh, church in our network. And and then God called us to plant a church. And, and not only do, do we lead the church, but we also do corporate training because a lot of people aren't going to come into the church, but everybody's going to go to work on Monday. And so God said, you know, you begin to do, you know, we were doing corporate and ministry training through John Maxwell, and then we've just expanded that. And God's opened up doors in Nepal and, and Malaysia and just different places for us to do training, not only online now during covid uh, but, but in person, just to build relationships. Amen? And by the way, are you podcast listeners? Say amen. And so I'd like to invite you. I've got a brand new podcast. It's called The Jason Byler Show. I'm just kidding. No, it's called The Encouragement 511 Podcast. And uh, how many of you know if you have an emergency, you call 911? Right? If you need to dig in Alabama, you call... 811, if you dig. You need information, you call 411. But the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5 1 1 to encourage one another 
and build others up. So when I had to pick any name for the podcast, I just chose Encouragement 511. So you can go to encouragement511.com. Uh, you can go uh, to the podcast on Spotify or Audible or iTunes. Listen to it. By the way, there's three or four people here I want on my show. Come on. Your bishop's one of them. Heath is one of them. Trinity Farms. Priesters, I'm calling you out. Is that okay? I want you on there. We've had, now we've had Nikita Koloff, the wrestler. We've had uh, this coming week, we've got Miss, a former Miss Tennessee on there. Uh, we, we've had authors and Olympians, and, and, but there's nobody like you guys. So we want you on the podcast. We want you listening. Is that okay? So even when we're in Asia, we pray the Lord would just continue this because every week we need encouragement. Amen? Every week we need to, to build others up. Every week we need to be in the Word of God. And so, that, but a lot of people say, why do you go to Asia? I want to give you four reasons why we go to Asia. Is that okay? The same reason we go to Asia is the same reason this local church exists. And, and, uh, and so it's found in the Scripture. As we read our passage of Scripture this morning, Jesus was talking to His disciples and, and He commanded them. He said, go into all the world. Uh, in in verse, uh, verse 15, He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. The first reason we go to Asia is we simply go so all of Asia can have the opportunity to know. Are you a soul winner? Are you inviting people to Christ? If God's called you to the mission field, you, you have to start being a soul winner in Greenville because if you're not doing it at home, you're not going to do it in Asia. Is this Okay. If God's called you to be a pastor, you begin to pastor, you begin to lead, you begin to shepherd. It's not, not an age. It, by the way, if you're going to be a leader, you have to be a good follower. Come on. And so the first reason we go to, uh, to Asia is simply to help people know Jesus. I want to share some stories with you. As you open up the connection card, you're going to see a picture of, of a nurse right there in the center and that's Rhea. Uh, Rhea was a single mom when I met her. And uh, she'd never been to church at all. Never been to a Bible-believing, born-again, spirit-filled church. Never been to a church of any kind. And, and I met her on an airplane. I was going up to speak to about 300 of our church leaders. And she was going up to interview for a job. She's... As you can tell, she's a nurse, and, and I was sitting in the middle seat. She was sitting on the window seat, and, and she began to ask me, well, what are you guys doing in the Philippines? I told her about our church plant. She wanted to know where it was, and, and I told her where it was. She said, she said, that's walking distance to my house. I said, well, it's not an accident that we're connecting today. And by the way, it's not an accident that you're here today. Amen? And so, uh, you know, I talked to her about what she was doing in, in the capital, and she mentioned she's going to apply for this nursing job in America. Everybody outside America wants to come here. We still live in the best country in the world. Yeah. Amen. We're so blessed to be from America. Ray had never been to a Christian church before. When she came back down to the city, Cole and I took her out to eat on a Friday night. By Sunday, she was in church. 
By the next Sunday, she'd given her heart to Christ. But every time somebody gets saved, it doesn't stop there because we're commanded to make disciples. Amen? And, and when you lead one person to the Lord, you don't know who they'll be instrumental in leading to the Lord. Within two months, she'd invited her children to come to the island. In Philippines, we're about 8,000 inhabited islands. We're about 13,000 uninhabited. Uh, 13,000 total, 8,000 inhabitants. So you can find out there's four or 5,000 that have nobody living on them. In fact, during the tsunami, during the typhoon, uh, there have been complete islands destroyed, inhabited and uninhabited. And so, so we're at or below water level. And, uh, and so when we go up to Nepal, you have to do a lot of training. You have to do a lot of, uh, you know, you know, just taking care of yourself because you're going from sea level up to, you know, 14,000, 15,000 feet. I talk about some of that in, uh, in the book. But uh, within two months, she'd given her children money to come up to the city. And over pizza, Coley and I were able to lead those teenagers to Christ. Well, well, the story doesn't stop there. Rhea got the job in America. Now, she, it took a year or two before her visa came through to come to America. There's nothing wrong with coming to America legally. Amen? Amen. Now, this roaming the border, I just, I, I'm against that. Can I be honest with you? Let's, if we're going to do it and we should do it, we should do it legal. Somebody say amen. amen. And again, everything rises and falls on leadership. God, just bless our leadership in America. God bless our leadership in our churches. God bless our leadership in the governments in Asia and America. Somebody say amen. We go to Asia for four reasons. We want to see souls saved. But you can't stop there. You know, we're a spirit-filled church. Amen? Aren't you? There are people who know Christ who aren't full of the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Is this true? So the second reason we go is we want to see people set free. We want to see people find freedom and freedom in the Holy Spirit. And, and we see this in the Scripture in Mark chapter 16. And, and uh, so, so the second reason we go to Asia is we go to Asia simply to see people find freedom and freedom in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Mark 16, 16, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. What a beautiful picture of freedom. Is baptism not only in water, but baptism in the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, what we see in John chapter 8, verse 36, Therefore, if the Son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. I, I want to share some stories with you this morning. So look at the little brochure. And, and when you look at the brochure, you're going to see this couple right here. Got a couple kids with them. You see them? So this is Mark and Cherry. And, and I met Mark uh, out in the community and uh, invited him to church. They began to come. Uh, at that point, we started the church in our home. And then within three or four months, we moved from our home to... You remember the movie theater up in Montgomery? So we moved to a movie theater in Asia. We went from our home to a movie theater. And uh, Coley reminded me about the movie theater. Just last night, we were talking about, uh, you know, the... The, the movie theater. And, and so uh, in Asia, movie theaters like uh, America. Except, you know what's weird about movie theaters in Asia? You know what's weird? If you go see a movie in Asia, before they show the movie, they're going to have the national anthem and everybody's going to stand. Wouldn't that be neat for America? Wouldn't that be neat? I think our culture would begin to change if we appreciated America a little bit more. Somebody say amen. 
But I met Mark out in the community. He began to come to church. It took me a month or two to realize that his family was living in the cemetery. They didn't have a home. They didn't have a place to go home to like you and I. And not only was this family living in the cemetery, there were hundreds and hundreds of other families in that same cemetery. And as I got to know more and more of Mark's story, I realized that as a teenager, he'd gotten addicted to drugs. But God, somebody say, but God. So now he's, you know, when he started coming to church, he's in his 20s and he, he got saved and then he got filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and then he, God called him into ministry. Then he got connected with a school of ministry. And, and we began to train him and disciple him. And, and then he, he not only began to join the worship team and the, the outreach team, he began to lead the outreach team because he had a heart for other drug addicts and, and children because he's got young children. And we also took upward sports to Asia. So they got connected with all the ministries that, that, that we had going on. And God called him to pastor. In 2019, God, we helped them plant a brand new church. Easter Sunday, just a couple months ago, the church that we helped him plant planted another church. So you're not just planting churches. With the help of the Lord, we're planting church, planting churches. Write that down. You don't want to just win a soul. You want to make a disciple. You want to see, you want to win souls who will go win souls. Somebody say amen. amen. We go to Asia to, to see souls saved. We go to Asia to to help people like Mark find freedom and freedom in the Holy Spirit. The third reason we go to Asia is we simply go to Asia to help people discover their purpose. A lot of people in America may not know their purpose. A lot of people in Asia may not even know what the word purpose means. But in Mark chapter 16, verse 17, he's talking to his disciples. He says, these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. He's beginning to speak to you and say, this is your purpose. What will you do in the name of Jesus? It's not in our name. In our own name. We are, not, we are dust. Right? We are just, mm, Right? But in the name of Jesus, the name that's above every name, we're going to do great things with the help of the Lord. And, and purpose is talked about in the Old Testament and the New Testament. In Psalms 139 verse 16, write that reference down. Psalms 139 verse 16, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed in the mother's womb. And in your book they all were written, the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. God understands your purpose. Isn't that good? I'm speaking to myself. God understands my purpose. You know, I'm really, I don't know how much Bishop knows about my, my vision. I don't know how much you know. I wrote a little bit about the story, but I know that it ain't going to stop me. It didn't stop, uh, you know, Bishop Leon Stewart. And it ain't going to stop me. I don't know how much you know about me. But I got challenges just like you got challenges. And we say we're going to press in. We're going to press on. We're going to press through because I understand I have a purpose. 
God's got a plan. God's got a destiny for me and you and your family and our family and our kids, our cousins. I got cousins living in Greenville, Alabama. One of them needs to be in church. One of them's in church. I'm calling you out if you're watching. You need to be here today. I tried to call you yesterday. You won't answer your phone because you're scared to come to church on Sunday. And I love you. I'm not going to call her name. But her brother's in church and Sheen in church. But you need to be in church if you're watching. I hope you are. Come on. She lives right in Greenville, Alabama. She's my first cousin. You pray for her. I'll give you her name later. You call her by name. She and I have an uncle who passed on that I prayed for years and years and years and years and years and years. And it wasn't until his deathbed he gave his heart to Christ. So we got cousins who love the Lord. We got cousins who don't know the Lord. We got cousins who are in church and spirit filled. We got cousins who are running from God. And you as well. God, help us to be soul winners. Amen. The only reason we go to Asia is, number one, to see souls saved. Number two, to see people find freedom, freedom in the Holy Spirit. Number three, to help people discover their purpose. I'm telling you some stories. I want to tell you a story about Rufina. That's Rufina. You can tell she, she, she's, uh, she was born in India. She was not born in Indiana. She was born in India. She grew up in Singapore. She's an only child. But at age 13, she gave her heart to missions. At age 16, she applied for and was accepted to medical school. At age 17, she started medical school because the church that we planted is right across from the nursing school. It's right across from the police academy. And it's right walking distance from the medical school. The medical school before COVID had 30,000 students. 5,000 of those students were from India. Well, most of India don't know Christ. And so from the time the Indians began to come to the school, there were 30 of those students who began to come to the church. Out of 5,000, a small percentage. But we got 30, amen? Amen. 30 medical doctors, medical students, and Rufina's one of them. Out of the 30 students who began to come and connect with the church, 10%, it's a tithe, 10% gave their heart to full-time medical missions. Dr. Gladson, who I want to get on the podcast, he's one of the smartest men I know. He's not only a homeopathic doctor, but he's a Western uh, doctor like your general practitioner. So very smart. He's under 30 years old, giving his heart to full-time medical missions. Rafina, giving her heart to full-time medical missions. And another doctor, I'll call his name. I think he changed his name. Charles Wesley. (laughs) Dr. Charles Wesley, giving his heart to full-time medical missions. Do you understand your purpose? It might be in the marketplace. It might be in the school. It might be as a truck driver. It don't matter what God's calling you to do. You do it with all of your heart. You do it with all of your soul. You do it with all of your mind. You do it as to the Lord and not to man. Come on. 
and then you keep God first and you are a soul winner. Listen, we need Christian teachers. We need Christian politicians. You're going to be at General Conference in just a couple weeks. You're going to meet my Indonesian buddies. And one of them, he's so into politics in Indonesia, it's not even funny. He wants to be president of Indonesia. He's got a dream. Now, he's got to win his mayor's race first. But they've started a Christian kindergarten. They're into politics. They're into business. They're into, and this is Indonesia. How much more in America? Amen? You've got a purpose. Ask the Lord. God, speak to my purpose. Whether you're 16, 27, or 58. Amen? Whether you're 28 or 82, God's got a purpose for you. And the last reason we go to Asia is we go to Asia simply to help people make a difference. This church, every time you pray for us, you're making a difference. Every time you pray for your pastor, you're making a difference. Every time you send us or other missionaries, you're making a difference. Every time you hold the door open, you're making a difference. Every time you invite the, the waitress at the restaurant, you're making a difference. Yesterday, across Alabama... And across the world, a lot of churches came together to do a serve day. And, and we do a serve day in Asia, but we also say every day is serve day. Amen? Every day is a serve day. And we have to understand that God's called us to serve. Serve Him through serving others. I want to read the scripture to you. In Mark 16, verse 16. They will take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They, they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. This is what God's saying to His disciples. And you and I are a disciple. This is what it looks like when you and I make a difference. When you see people's lives changed because of your testimony, because of God's testimony, He worked in your life and He can work in other people's life. When you lay hands on the sick, when you serve others... In the name of Jesus, the Bible says, if you give a cup of water in my name, amen. I want to read one more scripture. As you stand with me all across the auditorium, I just want to read one more scripture. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, write this down. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For The Bible says, we, say we, we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The only reason we go to Asia is the same reason this local church and every local Bible-believing church around America and the world, we're all on the same team, amen? We all exist for the same purpose. We want to see souls saved. We want to see people filled with the Spirit of God and finding freedom in His presence. We want to see people discovering their purpose. And we want to see people making a difference, using their gifts, their talents. And, and so that's why we plant the, the Bible schools. That's why we start the coffee houses. That's why we do the sports ministry. That, that, that's why we, we do disaster relief. Even this week, there was another fire. If you read my newsletter you know, you're going to read about the volcanoes and the typhoons and the earthquakes. But this week, my, my, uh, I have an executive assistant who's worked with Coley and I. She started working with us in 2012. 
And she works with us till this week. And you, you see, we have a team in Asia. You can't do it alone. Amen? And, and so Sharon's brother lost their house to fire. Just a couple days ago, she let me know. And, and so we're, we're going to do relief boxes from America. We're going to send money from America to help them. That they don't ask for anything, they don't expect anything. But you see, 13 days before we got married, our house burnt down. We know what it's like to lose it all. But we know that you can't outgive God. And we can make a difference. And you can make a difference. We appreciate your prayer. And we want to pray over you. We, we just want to pray the blessing of the Lord down on you and your church and your family and your future and your finances. And so I just invite you to lift your hands. And I'm going to invite the worship team to come. As the worship team comes, if you say, I, I, I want prayer over my life. If you're here this morning, first of all, you don't know Christ is your Savior. If you don't know that you die and go to heaven, I want you to come down to the front and let us take a Bible and show you how that you can receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. If you're here this morning you say, I've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I want you to come to the front and let us pray over you so that you, you can find freedom and freedom in the Holy Spirit. If you're here this morning, you want prayer over your purpose. You want prayer over your impact, and you want to make a greater difference in Greenville, and Mobile, and Montgomery, and Georgia, and Mississippi, and... Europe and Asia and Africa, if you want to just make an impact, you come this morning. If you have prayer for any need, I'm going to invite pastor and the prayer team to come as well. And as the leaders come, the prayer team comes, I want you to begin to come this morning. Don't delay as the worship team begins to sing. You come and let us pray with you. Whatever needs you have, the altars again are open.